Hey, this is former WWE and TNA world champion, your Olympic hero, and Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle. And you're listening to the Wretched Wrestling Podcast. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Wretched Wrestling Podcast. Hello, people. What an intro by Mr. Olympic Gold Medalist and, and <laughs> Olympic Hero, Kurt Angle. It's true. WWP's moving up the ladder, baby. It's damn true. Damn. That's our boy, Kurt Angle, right there. Hey, he is the g- man. He gave us a little tweet shout-out. Also, we've had a pretty good week. Yeah, yeah, to say the least. We, and we made it to episode seven without killing each other. Seven! That's not seven. Okay, anyway. Um, no, that was right. That's oh. a good thing. <laughs> I have to go back to the high school. All right, that's it, folks. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Oh, no, wretched. No, okay. Our, and our, our, our beginnings are horrible. Yeah, we're horrible at this. So and we're going to be... Episode seven without killing each other. Although we almost did kill each other last we episode. We almost killed each other over Dana Brooke. Yeah, and I can't believe... Yeah, we actually made it this far. Um, so let's try not to kill each other as much. All right. So we have uh, <laughs> we have one week of Raw to recap, and we have uh, from May sixteenth, I believe. Uh, yes, May sixteenth. And we are going to be also covering the Bill to Extreme Rules, which is this Sunday. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure we're going to have a lot a lot to say today. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of predictions and stuff like that, which will probably be wrong, like we always are. So somehow we're fifty fifty in our pretty much fifty fifty in our. We see if we get the main events right. We get the main events right, and we... Get the undercard. The undercard, the undercard, you know, it's always a toss-up. Who, who fucking cares who wins between Corbin and Ziggler? I know, but I like to be perfectionate. Perfectionate. So, yeah, you know? So, like, I'm just, uh, you know. All right, well... I, I don't like to be wrong. So let's start off... A lot. Let's start off with uh, Monday Night Raw. So, um, I think we're going to start it off with the Intercontinental title feud, because it's probably going to be the better... Me- probably the best match at the pay-per-view. Yeah, we can talk about the build and then our prediction into the match. So, we start off Raw with Sami Zayn versus Cesaro, which is always a... That's always a plus in my book. I'll those take two that. Are, yeah, please. So, this match doesn't end very... This match doesn't go on for very long because nope. Um, nope. they have Miz and Owens doing commentary in the booth. Which is great. Which is always great. I'll always take Owens Kevin commentary. Owens, anytime I can get to hear Kevin Owens talk, <laughs> we are not complaining. Um, Every time. So Miz, time. Miz and uh, Cesar and uh, I'm sorry, Miz and um, Kevin Owens start fighting outside the ring. Their their match their match spills into the ring, similar to how it started at uh, 
similar how this feud started between yeah. the four of these guys. I, and I kind of like that, only because, um, uh, you know, uh, I mean, you always see Owens and Sami Zayn fight a lot, which is the face and the heel. Right, so they mix and it I like up to see time. I like to see heels fight a little bit, so you know that there's right. going to be equal fightingness so Shane, stuff going on. <laughs> so the match gets, there's a disqualification, um, Shane comes out and yeah. says, let's restart the match. And when he said when he first announces the match, he does the typical wrestling, you know, you know when there's a four way feud, you put the two faces against the two heels. Right. So the original match was going to be Cesaro and Sami Zayn versus the Miz and and Kevin, uh, Owens. Kevin Owens. Right. And then Stephanie comes out, and I, you know, I was like, okay, that's cool, I like that. She but then she's like, yeah. But then Stephanie comes out and changes the tag team partners yeah. to, to be Owens. And Sami Zayn versus Miz and Cesaro, and cool. that's cool. I like that. I, cool. Two different two, two teams with a you know a, a heel and a face. I like it a lot. ECW used to do that. Uh, what did they used to call that? Um, uh, oh, some, something, something neighbors match. Uh, uh, God, something, yeah, 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 yeah. I know it, what you're it, talking. It would be about. like the um, the opposite teams. Like um, Tommy Dreamer and Raven used to have a lot of these tag team matches. Yes, where it would be like Tommy Dreamer and Stevie Richards versus Raven and. Right. Um, Terry Funk or something like that. Yeah, you know, um, well, I'll think of it later. But so this is know. this is a good move by WWE here, not going with the obvious heel and heel versus something face and face. Something different, different. different. We like in a different. New era, different. Wow. Yeah, in a new era. So and this was a crazy. Damn good fucking match. I I um, I thought this was a solid match. Um, Cesaro, I'm sorry, and um, <laughs> so uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens get the victory, and then it very quickly thereafter falls apart kevin Owens super kicks Sami Zayn. yeah and we just get this we, so we have a we, we have very good build going into extreme rules and a fatal four-way match mm-hmm. for the intercontinental yeah. championship between cesaro the miz Sami Zayn, and kevin owens right, now right. there's no stipulation in this match which yeah, is, i think is fine, fine because fatal it's a four fatal, fatal four-way you got a lot of guys in the ring the action will speak um Speaking up on its own. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I've said this in the past, and I, I'm sticking with this. I think I think this is a pretty solid... Um, we're going to get more of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. I don't Definitely. Th- I don't think that's the end of the, their feud. There's no way they should end it in a four-way match. Um, so I'm saying that neither of them are going to be involved in the... Neither of them are going to win the match. So it really comes mm-hmm. down, for me, to Miz and Cesaro. Now, yeah. you, you have a toss-up oh. here. Do you, do you have Miz, who's just recently crowned um, the day after WrestleMania, which is now, what, two months ago? Yeah. Or do you wow. go with Cesaro, who just came back from Raw, the, the same very same Raw? Right. So, you know, does Cesaro need the rub here? Does Miz need to hold on to the title a little bit longer? <sighs> uh, it's tough, man. It's tough. Um, but, do, yeah. I, I mean, let me ask you. Do you agree? Do you think Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn walk out with the Intercontinental title today? No. No, they definitely don't. Uh a couple things from that also match. I thought it was funny because it, uh, it reminded me of all you needed was Chris Hero in that tag team match. And uh, you actually would have had the Kings of Wrestling versus right. um, uh, Kevin uh, Kevin Steen and, and, El, and Generico. El Generico back yeah. in the day. So I thought that was kind of that would have been awesome. cool. But WWE um, doesn't like Chris Hero. Yes, we all know that <laughs> they did not. He like was him. supposed to be in the Shield, and that didn't happen. Oh boy, oh boy. Um, two things about this. Um, one, I don't think Sami Zayn at all is going to win this match because, one, he got the pinfall on The Miz on Raw, which usually suggests that yeah. he's not going to win the, the pay-per-view. Correct. That That's usually their trend. You know, like, they try to they try to swerve you a little bit, like, oh, they got the pinfall, but we all know he's going to lose. Right. Two, like you said, the Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn feud is far, far from over. Uh, 
I, I think it's going to accumulate into some kind of awesome match. It's some, I'm hoping that it accumulates into a major program and going into SummerSlam. Um, I'm thinking far into the future now at this point. Right. Well, maybe not too far, too, like two months, you know. Two months. Mm-hmm. But, okay, you know what I mean? Like, But that's eight Raws or whatever, eight Raw editions or whatever. Right. So I think it's going to accumulate at least all into Raws, uh, SummerSlam. So who do I got to win? Cesaro and Miz. Now, so Cesaro, he's got, he's got, it's tough. I'm going to go, I'm sorry, I'm going to go with the Miz. Because if the Miz loses the title, he has nothing at that point. He just becomes obsolete. He, I, I don't want him to win. I want Cesaro to win. I like Cesaro. I love, you know, nothing wrong with him at all. He's one of my favorites. But with that, without that IC, t- IC championship, Miz just goes into obscurity with her, with his wife. Maybe some people would like that. I don't know, but. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm going. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Miz. I'm, I'm, yeah. Okay. Somehow, so, some way. All right. I, I I see that. I totally see that as a scenario. Mm. Um, this is probably the hardest match for Very me to hard. call. Um, but I see all the other title matches in the show. Mm-hmm. I see them all as successful. Um, retain. You know, retaining the championships. Oh shoot! Yeah. So I'm. I, think of that. I you know I think they like to just throw a fucking title on somebody on a pay per view. Just you know it's. It's kind of bland when you go into a pay-per-view and there's not one title change, especially when you have at least four of them, yeah. which we do. We do have four t- title matches today. Really? No, we have five. I'm sorry. We have five. The, the two mid-tier card titles, women's tag, and world. So... Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to... Uh, our we might have some we might have some different predictions for this, uh, well, for this show I hope going so. later on. I hope I, so because I may be totally wrong. Also, so I mean, payback. You know. We all we we agreed on every single outcome except for the U.S. title match. So right. it's it's good that we have conflicting. So I'm gonna go with my original pick from a couple weeks ago when I said Cesaro was gonna win. I think Cesaro okay. could use the rub to get this you know an intercontinental title. Mm-hmm. You know, because if he loses, then you know, like what is it where does he go with then? Does he go back into a singles feud with the Miz? Maybe. Yeah, um, that's true. What would where he what would he do? What would and and honestly I think Cesaro is a more important wrestler to keep over at this point. You gotta mm-hmm. keep you gotta keep people invested in him. I feel like Miz people are gonna hate him no matter what he does. Yeah. Um but I do agree that Miz, you know, he kinda needs the title. Miz probably needs the title more than any other guy in this match. Cesaro yeah. I think could use it at this point, but I think Miz leaves it, but I'm, you know, it's it's a toss-up for me, so I'm gonna go with Cesaro. But what do they say, like, some uh, sometimes the title makes the the wrestler, and sometimes the wrestler makes the title? Right. I think in this case, the, in my opinion, the title makes the Miz. Yes, it does. Um, relevant. Yeah. Um, without that, I don't see him really doing anything. I think Cesaro can survive on his own, but, but there is a chance that, yeah, right, I do kind of agree, I do agree with you that he may, you know, it may he might have the same problem, Cesaro, if, if he loses. Yeah. That if the Miz lost as well, you know, mm-hmm. he, he might be like, "Where do you go from here?" Blah blah blah. You know. Well, knowing knowing how we make our predictions, that means Sammy, <laughs> Sammy Zayn will win the Intercontinental Title Probably, this yeah. Sunday. But and we said last time <laughs> not to vote. No, we would never not, pick Sammy Zayn on the pay per view. Yeah, because he always loses. But now this time he's gonna fucking win for sure. So that's definitely gonna happen. Okay, so um, let's. <laughs> I hope not. Let's go. Let's go quickly to the. Let's go back to the women's championship. Um, 
match. So mm. let, let's start with uh, on Raw. So we have you know, um, the good stuff out of the way first. <laughs> I, I'm trying to make sure we have enough time to talk about stuff today because we went on so long about Chris Jericho and Dean Ambrose last week. <laughs> so um, and Dana Brooke. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's go to Natalia. So okay. um, so I, I mean, uh, I. I so they had a contract. They had the contract signing. Yeah, and again, the, this to was end the show. Was yes, to end? end the show. So okay. again, and and I've been reading a little about this. We complained a little bit about how the Jericho segment had killed, you know, ended Raw last week, and now this week it's going to be like a contract signing between Natalia and Charlotte for the women's t- championship at Extreme Rules. And again, yeah. it's the last segment of Raw. Like, I like, hate contract signings. Yeah, and they're always horrible, especially uh, at the end of a show. Yeah, I mean, I hate that. It's such a waste of a segment. I feel. Yeah, but I, yeah. So I mean, it's 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 kind of pretty standard. Nothing really, nothing really, nothing really happens out of here. They do announce that even if even if Ric Flair makes an appearance at all, at all, at all, that Charlotte loses her um, women's championship. So what does that mean, though? Can they hire somebody else to make an appearance? Yeah, there's no there's no stipulation that says it's it can't be somebody else. But I mean, it, it it just can't be Ric Flair. It just can't be Ric Flair. I mean, I'm just throwing this out of my ass right now, <laughs> like literally. That. Yeah. I, like I didn't even think about this until just now. You know, it could be. A, maybe maybe they have a hire. You know, like a who knows? I don't know. Maybe she will win quint clean. Hopefully, she will. Yeah, and Flair is getting angry at Shane and Stephanie, and mm-hmm. you know he gets in Stephanie's face and. Uh, Stephanie smacks him, and it's just like it was, it was a weak way to end Raw. I didn't. I wasn't a big fan of it, um, yeah. but they're, they're really trying to push Natalia as a legit threat. I mean, that's they're trying. That's pretty much the, like the biggest takeaway I could have from this women's championship feud yeah. is that they're really trying to establish Natalia as you know a threat. And you know, I've said it several times in the last couple of weeks. I just I don't see her winning the championship. Like the new era of women's of women's wrestling shouldn't have the title on Natalia. I think she's a great worker, but there's something about her. She's been in the company for so long now. She's kind of yeah. obsolete. Like to like have old, her. She's the part of the old guard. Yeah, she's part of the old guard. Like I don't want to <laughs> see her beating Charlotte, who's like, who's amazing, who belongs in main event these main event women's championship matches. Yeah, you know what's funny? Actually, I I really liked her as the manager of Tyson Kidd and Cesaro. Me too. That was awesome. I was actually like, I think the three of them were like a really cohesive unit and stuff like that. Yeah. Unfortunately, things didn't turn out the way they we wanted them to, but whatever, you know. Um, I mean, they had a tag title run. It's just, you know, yeah, yeah, Tyson so, Kidd got hurt, and that was yeah, it. Yeah, unfortunately. Was it for you know, talented worker. Unfortunately, these things happen in wrestling. You know. Yeah, and um, um, she, I, I don't Natalia. She's got like, um, you know, why I don't like Natalia as much as I want to, even though she is a heart, and I'm you know a heart family and the legacy. Yeah, love we're, them. We, love we, the heart. Disclaimer: legacy. We're both huge heart heart foundation fans over here, so we everybody, love every member of the heart foundation. Just any, anybody that came out of that dungeon for Christ's sake. Yeah, a, pretty much. That yeah. we're big fans of, and she, you know what? She just she just stands. She was always. She's always just standing there with this smug look on her face. Yeah. And I think she's just, like, not portraying, portraying herself correctly. Like, yeah. Charlotte portrays, like, she's a great, a, a, um, she's great actress, I think. Yeah. Like, she, she's very funny, I think, she, for, which, for a girl, <laughs> she's very funny. Right. You know, you just, 
Jennifer London. I mean, are the funny yeah, it's just, <laughs> but she's very good. Uh, she keeps me very entertained, and I yeah. like her. Yeah, I, it just the, like the Natalia thing. She just like, stands there. She's, she's like, got that weird smile again. And again, we've talked about yeah. smiling before, but there's just like something. Yeah, smug. Smug is, smug is the right word for that because it's just like she comes off as like like an entitled bitch who never really. She doesn't even have the right to be entitled, you know? Like, like, you've been in the company for a long time. You had, what, one Divas Championship run, and it was over after, like, ten minutes? Like, yeah, do, does anybody even remember that you were a Divas Champion? I only know that because I, I looked it up on Wikipedia a few day, days ago. Like, I didn't even know. Uh, I thought maybe she had won a title at some point. Cause yeah, because it was the Divas title. for ten years. It was the Divas title, and the Divas title meant jack shit until, you know, um, Nikki Bella won it and had it for, like, a year. <laughs> So, I mean, I, I I think this was just, you know, they're really trying to establish Natalia as a threat. But, again, Natalia, yeah, you have to because she was so... You have so, to sell the program. Yeah. yeah. You have to sell the program. But, yeah. I, I, you know, it's I don't think it's enough. She's I still don't... She's not winning. Charlotte's, no. Charlotte's definitely retaining. They're going to give Charlotte this, like... They're going to make her this unbeatable diva... Which oh, is, yeah. I think the way they should. I mean, they they've made Charlotte look very weak in this feud, which I don't agree with. Um, but yeah, yeah, they're making her look just such a wuss. Like, yeah, like oh my daddy can't be there at ringside. Yeah. Like first of all, Ric Flair. If you really like, if okay, if you really chronicle Ric Flair's managing from like the first time he did, whenever he did, up to last week on Raw, he hasn't really interfered really in any matches except for. Um, like, maybe the last couple weeks, or... Right. Like, I don't think he's... He's really just, like, stood there and just been like, woo, and and dancing to the ring and stuff like that. And yeah. Woo, 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 you know? <laughs> like, I don't... Th- he's just, like, he's just there. Like, I don't think he really... Now he's part of some. Now he's, like, involved, but he's right. not really, like... Yeah, so, I yeah, mean... I guess there for I guess a pop, you know? It, it was a long segment, too. It went on for 12 minutes, which Did is... It? Wow. Yeah, it went on for 12 Ooh. minutes. And it was the end of show, and it was just like a really long 12-minute boring segment. They were in North Carolina, so maybe that's why they had Ric Flair. Flair country! In Flair country. But, yeah. Uh, you know, and, the, and they made Charlotte look strong again. She was holding the championship as the show ended. Yeah. So that's just another sign. If you go by logical WWE booking or predictable WWE booking, it's a, it's an easy win for uh, Charlotte for me. And I, there's no way she loses the title in Italian. I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I, I mean, I listen. I, and here's Sa- the other Sa- reason. Sasha's coming back at some point. Yeah. So, you know, so, and I, even though we kind of, like, disagreed here and there, like, the, that that she should be part of more of the show, that I'm kind of liking the fact a little bit that she hasn't been. Yes. Yeah, only because, like, when she comes back, it's going to be a huge surprise. Right. And it's going to be a huge pop. And yeah. She's not getting Becky Lynch uh, jobber treatment. Nah. Um, can we, can we while, while we're on Becky Lynch, oh, she doesn't have a match at, oh, um, at uh, Extreme Rules. Oh, boy. So, um, Things could change. Fred, Fred, what, what did we talk about a lot last week? We talked about... We, we talked t- a lot about the Usos and um, AJ Styles and <laughs> no, we Roman Reigns. We, we talked about no such Jericho thing. and AJ. We did talk a lot about Jericho and AJ. And Dean Ambrose uh, and uh, Mitch. So We didn't talk about anyone else. That was, that was it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Next subject. So last week, Fred. Next subject. We were talking about Emma and Dana Brooks. Uh, Dana Brooke made her WWE Raw debut two weeks ago. I don't know who they are. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and um, you liked the uh, idea that they called up Dana. I did not. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, to, to reform their tag team from NXT. Um, I forget what they called it, like uh, DNM or something, like 
Dana and D- Dana <laughs> and Emma or something or EMD or something. It was it's it's so like uncreative with like, the name. I know. I know. Like, like we only know hey, letters. CNF. <laughs> That's our new tag team, Craig. Yeah. Woo! Tag team champions. Toby Craig and Fred. <laughs> we, uh, we we do have an acronym for our podcast too, though. So anyway, uh, <laughs> WWP baby. Not to be confused with WWE. Um. So. So, so, of course, so Emma, of course, since the last time we talked, has been injured and basically is Sorry. out for a while. Has a back, She had to have back surgery. She had successful back surgery recently. And so now, Fred, your favorite diva, Becky Lynch. Oh, I did not say it was my favorite diva. Becky Lynch is not your favorite? Oh, shit. I didn't Becky again. Lynch, your favorite I'm diva. I'm like listening to you and watching. <laughs> okay, yeah, my favorite Faces wrestler, Dana Becky Brooke Lynch. on Monday Night Raw. Yes. So let, let, let's just run through that again. Fred's second favorite wrestler, Emma, is hurt. Now they called up. They called up Dana. So now Dana is l- the only logical person to feud with Becky. I knew you brought this in my goddamn face. And what do we get? Watch we get a I... Becky loss with fucking fucking that Dana Brooke. That was bullshit. That was bullshit. <laughs> That was such bullshit. Tell me you didn't turn on Dana Brooke as soon as that match that ended. That was it. That was over. And that was over. And that was over. Dana Brooke, no more. No more. You you beat up my girlfriend. And um, I don't like that, man. Like, you know, fuck See, that. That's, fuck what ha- that. that's what happens when you support Dana Brooke. Emma gets injured and Becky has to job to her. <laughs> so. I, wrote, I wrote this down. Can I just, can I just respond? Sure. <laughs> I wrote... I don't know why I wrote this. Becky is girlfriend hot. <laughs> this is what this is my thought going through the match. I don't know why. Uh, you think I would actually care about the actual quality of the match, which was good. Hot. Don't Becky, it was good. It was a good match. Dana is slutty gl- club girl hot. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> they do like Becky's like the girl that you bring home to your mom. Yeah, and Dana's the one that you bring out to the alleyway, bang her in the ass. <laughs> At the club. Whoa! <laughs> On ecstasy. <laughs> oh well. Now we got weird. <laughs> and and uh, and another. <laughs> this won't be as weird. Have you noticed that um Dana Brooke did come in with a bodybuilding gimmick? But yeah. She has looked a little. I don't want to say doughy. She's doughy. She's definitely. She's gotten a little maybe paunchy. That gimmick is not happening as much. She doesn't look like a natural woman. That's what the thing about her the most. She just natural woman. Yeah, she just she looks so weird. She's like with that caked on makeup. I said it last week. You're like that has nothing to do with wrestling. I'm like it does. Doesn't. I have to look at her though. Unless the makeup is on you. Anyway, you I slip on it. I, I, don't, get hurt. I don't. I don't. I don't want to go in another Dana Brooke diatribe again. So okay, we're on the same page with it. I. I, I was just saying that. Uh, she came in with this bodybuilding gimmick, and she doesn't have the muscles anymore. I think Becky is in probably in better shape, and Emma will probably have better bodies than Dana does at this point. Right. You know, and stuff like that. And JBL, don't fucking talk again during Becky Lynch's match, okay? Because you <laughs> called her fucking T-bone suplex a Bexploder. You know what I'm going to fucking call you? A Pexploder. Oh, ew. <laughs> Get it? Ew. <laughs> Anyway. Carry on. Anyway, sorry. That was a bad joke. It's all right. Um, I'm funny. 
So, uh, so I, I mean, I don't even think we discussed it, it was a submission match. Oh, yeah. For, that part, the, that women's, <laughs> the women's match is a submission match. Who gives a shit? They both have finishing moves that are submission moves. So. The figure eight versus the, the figure shooter. eight will be the winner of this. Anyway, so yes. let's go on to another uh, feud from Raw. Um, let's let's go to talk about Jericho and Ambrose again. Let's try not to go so oh. far into this like we did this. Um, but this has to be said. This has to be talked about. Because this was... Um, I, I called this, by the way. I called it. No, no, I'll, I'll give Craig this. He did, because he, after our diatribe... Is that the right word for it? Yeah. With Dana Brooke and um, and, and uh, discussion we had, you, you discussed, oh, what other matches are going to be, um, you know, gimmicks uh, matches. And I, I was like, oh, I don't know. I think just a world title for now. And um, maybe, you know, maybe Ambrose and Jericho. And you're like, no, 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 no. It's going to be too gimmicky. And, um, you know, whatever. It was just a comment. And let alone, Craig, you were right. Yep. I'll give you the fucking credit. Yep. You were right. I made the one. comparison to the shitty hard... I don't want to give you credit, but I will. I, I had I made the comparison to the shitty hardcore championship matches that were on Raw like 10 years ago, <laughs> like 15 years ago, with like bowling balls and like... Like like sh- like shopping carts and like Spent bottle of water over his head. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it hurts. <laughs> uh, and and, and oh, what yeah, do we get? Shopping cart. What do we get? We get we get Dean Ambrose mm. comes to the ring, calls out Chris mm. Jericho, and Jericho comes out, you know, cuts his little promo, and he agrees to a match, and then Ambrose says. Okay, well, welcome to my asylum. And lowers down this cage. And first I'm like, okay, a cage match. That'll, cool. That'll be all right. Cool. No. Did you notice the, the scary music in the background, Fred? Yes. The, the psycho music in the background? The psycho music. And the deep voice. Did you know Did you know that I, Dean Ambrose is unstable? I was scared. He's unstable, Fred. He belongs in an asylum. He's insane. He belongs... Yes. In it the is membrane. a fucking... It's a fucking goddamn cage match with weapons on the top of it. It's like putting your living room on top of a cage. <laughs> and and not only was it like it would have been one thing if there were just weapons, but there were fucking retarded things up oh, there. Oh yeah, it was so bad. There was a, a a mop and pail. Mop and pail. How can you use a mop and pail as a weapon? Tell me. It's Perry Saturn. <laughs> Moppy. <laughs> There was no seriously. I don't know. There was a plant up there. Mitch. Mitch. Two. Yeah. Two point oh. I mean, uh, what the fuck? There was a strap. I don't know what the strap was. What was uh, that? I don't know. Was it, was it a strap or a stra- tra- straight jacket or? No? There was a straight jacket by itself, but then there was oh, like okay. another long thing. I, uh... Was it like a lighted up jacket up there? Was it? Was there a fifteen thousand dollar jacket? <laughs> no, up there, there was also? no fifteen thousand dollar. Oh, jacket. the fuck. Okay. So, so this feud has developed into exactly what I thought it would be, and it's going to be a jokey, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. hardcore oh. crap match, which, like, devalues all, like, extreme rules and no disqualification matches uh. when it's like, the weapons are already out there, and and fucking the fucking the corny music and the lighting going on and off while Dean Ambrose is... Like cutting his promo, I'm like, and the crowd is like reacting positively to this, and I'm like, and I'm like sitting there, I'm going, really, really, you like this? This is fun. Do you think at least Dean tried to like sell the program well? Like, uh... do you think like, okay, take all the all take all the all the all the bullshit out of from the cage out of it. Let's say it's a cage match, right? With uh-huh. not an asylum match. Do you think he did a good job selling the match? 
Because uh, I, um, I thought maybe he was um, okay doing it. He was okay. But then you saw all the fucking furniture all over the fucking cage, and, and it was just it was it was so hokey and yeah, so it's like, very hokey. So goddamn, like I don't even have the right word for describe. It's like. It's, remember that Matt, uh, Raven had that um, Clockwork House of Fun match back in TNA, which passed on, like, um, shittiness to okay. Yeah. He made it work somehow, even though it wasn't my favorite match. Right. But this is just, like, this is this is just insulting to me. Yeah. This like, I feel insulted. I felt insulted. I'm like, really? This is what it's come down to. Because it's extreme rules. We have to have a stipulation? Yep. Why, why can't it just be a fucking cage match? Yeah, I don't why know. Why can't it just be a cage match? These are two, like, it, Jericho's been wrestling for like 25, 20 years, something like that, right? Yeah. Pretty much. Ambrose's been wrestling for like 15 years, something like that. These guys can put on a cage match. They've been in a cage before. They can have a good match. You know what I mean? And now you just made it into a fucking joke. I'm it's so, a joke. I just feel so... I felt so insulted, man. Gimmicky. Yeah. Man, gimmicky crap. There's some gimmicks that are okay, but there are other gimmicks like this one that are not okay. I, I'm just... I, I'm really like... Like annoyed. I'm this. I'm so over this Jericho Ambrose feud too. Me too. I hope and I, it. I and hope I like it. both guys. Me too. too. Like I like Ambrose a lot. I think he's Jericho, a, Jericho's your favorite wrestler. J- Jericho's my favorite wrestler of all time. Ambrose mm-hmm. I like a lot. I you know I think he's a little goofy, uh, but like I don't care about this feud. And I, I like it's sad. It's to sad say that. for two guys I care a lot about to yeah. not care about this feud is because the feud's been so weak and I it's know. been so like about talk so shows and plants and jackets, jackets. and now like, Ambrose is asylum and they're calling it an asylum match I feel like I'm watching TNA right now really I I, I mean yeah because pff, I feel like it is like gimmick matches like fucking Vince, Vince Russo's back on the uh, on the uh, every match is a cage match oh god please don't even fucking lockdown it's oh, like Don it's like lockdown so I mean oh boy so we're getting da- Ambrose and Jericho <laughs> at Extreme Rules in the uh, Asylum match. Hopefully the first and only ever Asylum match. Yeah, like the Punjabi prison match. There was, <laughs> there was only one. And, <laughs> was and it Rick Holly even in that that one? He was. Oh, okay. It was him versus uh I thought he got Batista. like injured or something. He, oh, okay. I think he did. I don't remember. Okay, whatever. Maybe the folks at home could uh Oh, they were supposed to have a, they were supposed to have a rematch against the Undertaker and then he got hurt. <laughs> I think that's what happened. Okay, yeah. Um, so I think they only had one. <laughs> anyway, I think it's an easy Dean Ambrose win here. There's no reason yeah. for Jericho to win this anymore. So let's see, Dean Ambrose won last time, right? Uh, I thought Jericho won. No, uh, uh, Dean... Uh, gave oh, you're right, you're the, right, you're right. Yeah, the Dirty Deeds. Yeah, so we're going to get a second one of this. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was thinking about uh, AJ Styles and Jericho. Oh. Jericho randomly beat him, and, no, <laughs> and then now he's the world title like threat. And <laughs> makes months. no sense. <laughs> I don't know. Now Jericho's stuck in an asylum match. Yeah, um, yeah. I think this is. I'm hoping this is the end of this feud. I'm I'm so done with this. But it's so weird because if like you know, I want. I think Dean's gonna win. But like, if Dean wins, they had two pay per view match pay per view matches in which Jericho lost, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. Like, it's so, it's kind of weird, you know? Um, but it's Dean Ambrose's gimmick match, so I feel like he's going to win. So I'm going to go with Ambrose yeah. on this one. I, I agree. 
I totally agree. You know, usually you win your own gimmick matches. Usually. But this is, you know, this is fucking WWE. So I don't even want to put anything past them. I, I, honestly, you right. know? Yeah. Really. I really, I can't. Um, let's go to another match on Raw that took place. Um, that doesn't have any extreme rules. Um, what? You know, rip, repercussions. But um, we finally got the Golden Truth making their debut. Yes! Against Fandango and Tyler Breeze, otherwise known as Breezango. Oh, fuck yeah. Well, I don't like that name. Um, and can I say <laughs> that I fucking hate this storyline? <laughs> and the fact that they had to make a video package to remind me how bad it was. Like when Goldust... hokey music. When Golda, yeah, hokey music. Goldust... Like, I forgot Goldust dressed up as Jimmy, Jimmy uh, Hendrix one time. <laughs> And then R Truth smashed his fucking guitar. I was like, "What the fuck? I don't. Need, I, I I still don't understand the storyline. That's a repressed memory for me. I forgot <laughs> that happened. Anyway, so this, I, they try to recap. I still don't even remember. I just, I still can't get the storyline straight. I feel like people like <laughs> the backstage segments between these between um, R Truth and Goldust, but like sure. I feel like once they get in the ring, nobody cares because like yeah. the, when the match finally happened. They, like, they got no pop when they came out. Nah, and the match was horrible, because it was over quickly. And Very quickly. And, of course, the Golden Truth lost right <laughs> off the bat. their debut. The Golden Truth. But, I, you know, my favorite... My, I, I said this last week. My favorite part of this whole storyline is the fact that Fandango and Tyler Breeze have something to do now. Right. And they, and they should belong together, because they're egotistical maniacs. Yeah. So, so they should belong together. Everybody's with each other. Everybody's in the right place at this point. I don't know what Somebody, the fuck happened the last couple weeks. Yeah, with that, with all this shit, because I don't even like understand it. But as lo- everybody's in the right place now, so yeah, I guess it worked out. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and then like you know, then they showed him backstage, and it was like, like oh, you know, maybe maybe they're not gonna stick together this time. And, you know, Goldust is kind of walking away from him, and then uh, they kind of just convince know. each other to say like, ah, we we got this, and they'll be back. So all right, so. Yeah, I, I guess I guess keep on fighting that good fight, Golden Truth. It's just weird. The tag team division is so weird. I mean, and then like I, I don't really have much more to say other than I saw on Facebook that the team name was Brizango, Brizango, or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, um, weird name. How did how did they not call them Fabrice? Oh, how I, did they I not call them like Fabrice? I, maybe copyright. Still, that would have been fucking awesome. Oh, they could have sponsored them, I guess. Yeah, or yeah. Sp- spell it differently. They always get yeah, away with shit like what's that. What's the name that I said to you outside beforehand? It was something like I, I like something stupid I came up with. You Beautiful know, like, breeze or something like that. Like uh, like, no. like uh, the dancing breeze or something. Dancing shit like that. Yeah, it, I literally came up with that in like two seconds. You yeah, know, like so. But that was better than Breezango. Yeah. Can you, can you give me the at least? And quickly running through Raw. <laughs> speaking of the tag team division, we got the debut. Oh. Of the shining stars, Primo oh, and Epico, facing, so and that, this is going to segue into something I was talking about. Uh, I'm going to talk about later. Um, so the shining stars face fucking jobbers. Okay, they right. were called okay. Scott Jackson and Brian Kennedy. But can I say? Can I say? I was looking at the tights of these two jobbers, uh-huh. and they both had names on their t- on their tights that were not. Scott Jackson and Brian Kennedy. The guy who's Brian Kennedy, his initials were on his tights, and they yeah. said C-H. Oh, that's weird. And the other guy had his... I forget his last name. He had, like, a name on it. I want to say Riley. It wasn't Riley, but it was something like that. <laughs> and, like, and like he's like, Scott Jackson. I'm like, but his his name is on his tights, and it's not Scott Jackson. You, you, like, you notice all these, like... Really funny nuances about people. Because it was annoying to me. It was like, like I know. Obviously, like know. okay, the shining stars are gonna it. win. I love it. Um. By the way, they got no reaction. 
No, because you don't even know whether to cheer or boo them. Right. It's like, what? you have the vignettes where they're like, Puerto Rico, it's so great, blah, 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 blah. Never said anything bad about America, by the way. Never. Never. So they're, so they're okay, so they're passionate about their country. Yeah. Fine. Okay. Whatever. I still don't really have an opinion on them yet. Then they come to the ring, and they're like, talking as they go to the ring, but they're like... I don't know what, what what exactly they were doing, but um, yeah, they were just saying like, oh, uh, you know, with the shining stars of uh, of Puerto Rico. There's nothing. Puerto Rico. You, you should go to Puerto Rico. And I, I'm telling you this now. They're booking them like heels, but they've done nothing wrong. They've done nothing wrong. They've done nothing wrong. They never shat on America. Puerto Rico is part of America, people. That's it's a true. U.S. territory. It's pretty much the 51st state. Yeah. On a if we ever get a 51st state, that will be it. That that will be it. I don't know what we're waiting for. But. Or maybe Washington, D.C., but I, I digress. Well, Donald Trump becomes president. Uh, <laughs> Donald Trump becomes president and we'll have, like, 30 states because half of the fucking... We'll half of the union will fucking secede. <laughs> and we'll bomb Mexico. Yeah. We're gonna build a great wall. Oh, it'll be fabulous. You'll love it. And they're gonna build it for us, not us. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's like, Craig, hey, um... <laughs> I'm building a house, um... Coming up. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, can you build it for me? <laughs> no. See, I think Primo and Epico could have just simply showed up to Raw, just being Primo and Epico again, like they were like four years ago. Sure. With no no build and just had a match like that, and it would have had just as much of an impact <laughs> as their debut against two jobbers did. But, now, uh, can, those guys again. Now, can I say something else about this while we're still on the tag team and putting putting Extreme Rules aside again? Later on in the show, the Dudley Boys go backstage <laughs> to confront um, Stephanie and Shane McMahon, and they ask them for an easy match against some North Carolinian um, jo- jobbers. Like jobbers, basically. Okay. And Local boys. Stephanie says... Oh, no, no. We don't do that in the new era. And she schedules it, um, <laughs> Devon in a singles match with, with Big Cass, okay? Oh, right, right. They had to decide Bubba or, or Devon would fight Cass. Did you hear the segment we were just talking about? The Shining <laughs> Stars beat North Carolinian jobbers. Right. And then the, they, the Dully Boys ask for the same thing, and she says, we don't do that around here. <laughs> but you just did! You what just did that! People? You just did I, I'm telling what you, hell's I'm that? telling you this right now. The people who wrote the segments for for that for these two segments did not like check notes again. They didn't like cross each other's like I references don't know. because it was so stupid. How can you say that it's not that's something you're not going to do in the new era when it literally just happened earlier in the show? You could have just been like, no, this is what we're going to do instead. Right. You don't, you don't have to say this is the new era. We don't do that in the new era. Like, it, first of all, you don't. They don't even do that. They never did that. And oh, I'm sorry. Just finish your thought for a second. I, I mean, that's really it. It's just it, it was it was mind boggling to hear the shining stars get that fucking match against Jobbers, and then the Dudleys ask for it, and we don't do that in the new era. And then they have to face big cats. Like I was like, right. this is fucking my retarded. Head explodes, my, like my head, my head. I had like a fucking aneurysm while listening to this. <laughs> it's fucking retarded. It's gonna be all right, Craig. I'll be okay. It's gonna be all right. I'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> just breathe. Okay, um, I, I, you know what I do like about this new era, if this is, like, part of that new era, or if this is just, like, a weird thing? They're bringing back the, um, you know, if you're, uh, if you're, um, debuting a new tag team or a superstar, um, they're fighting local, 
boys or jobbers, if you will, right. you know, and just squashing them and get, and just making them look hot, you know? Yeah. Um, they, they never used to do that, you know? Um, they're starting to do... They do that a lot in NXT lately, um, especially with the women. They'll bring out some random woman, like, the fight, like, Nia Jax or something like that. Right. We're like... We're like okay, I don't even know who that person is and stuff, but they—it's just a quick squash match. I—I kind of missed that from like back in the old days in the '90s when it would be like Duke the Dumpster Josie versus uh um uh my crotch, you know, Quail Man, <laughs> like Quail Man. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, and then just like a quick squash match, got Duke the Dumpster Jersey over, and uh, well, he was such a great star, obviously, because we all remember him, and. Uh, that was it, but I kind of like that. You yeah, know, I'm I'm feeling that. I'm feeling it. Okay, so yeah. I mean, I we, you know that was just a side note that kind of annoyed me. So um, okay, so let's go back to Raw. We have um, Kalisto. Uh, uh, Did the Dudley Boys have a match? They did. They uh, no um for, for, for Extreme Rules. I'm sorry. No, they don't. They oh, don't. Okay. Um, Kalisto um faced Alberto Del Rio um for this. Um, good match. Yeah, it was a good match. It was decent. Weird. I mean, I thought it was funny that like. I just, I just thought to myself, Sin Cara looked so funny just being dragged around. Yeah, yeah. Like by Rusev, Rusev by like his fucking mask. Rusev or beat up Sin Cara and just like kind of taunted uh, Kalisto the whole match just, with him. Sin Cara like acts like like a video game character. Like when he looks at when he was looking at the backstage video like screen and stuff like that. Like he's just. I wish I could. I wish we had the video of this. He's just like even if it's like the parts where he's like. Um, like, Kaliso has offense, he's, like, shaking his head, like, oh, no, 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 it's not good. Or he'll be like, come on, like, come on, man. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like he's, like, not even, he's not really doing anything that great and stuff like that. He, It's so generic. Yeah. And then Rusev just beat the crap out of him backstage and stuff like that and dragged his, dra- dragged his heart, his, his partner down to the ring to seek, to let Kalisto know. And Alberto Del Rio showed Kalisto. Right. Bad. So, th- are they actually like working together? Like, uh, like, like, uh, yeah, like, right. Like the League of Nations broke up. The, the but League they're of helping Nations, each other. The League of Nations broke up, but but they're helping each other. But apparently, they they're still kind of like they're still kind of helping each other. Like for unofficially, no yeah, yeah. Like, I don't understand. Like, yeah, it's a little weird. I I don't know. This, there's not much to fucking say about this. Yeah, there, there there wasn't much in this feud to go with or to go on. I mean, um, you know. Yeah. No, no. Um, Rusev won the U.S. Battle Royal, I think um, so he's just gonna face him at the at the pay per view. Um, again, he lost last week um, to yeah, Sin Cara. So stupid. But I guess it makes sense now. Now that he just like now Rusev has been so like obsessed with like losing that that he beat the shit out of Sin Cara this week. So at least they kind of regained like made uh, Rusev look strong again. And, I guess. Yeah, and, and it's just it's just weird that. Both guys in the actual pay-per-view match lost their last two Raw matches. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, the only people in this feud who won matches in the last two weeks were Alberto Del Rio and Sin Cara. So, That's true. It's a little yeah. weird. It is weird. And, um, um, yeah, I don't know, dude. Like, um, uh, I think a lot of the... First of all, I, I really think a couple weeks back that U.S. Uh, battle, US title Battle Royal was, like, the best Battle Royal I've ever seen in quite some time. Uh, but anyway, side note on that one. But, yeah. um, so we got, um, at Extreme Rules, we're going to have Kalisto versus, um, uh, Rusev. I was about to say Ryback, <laughs> uh, but I was going to say that I think Ryback kind of screwed up the plans of this program. I have a feeling because it kind of feels like this was all thrown together in, um, yeah. kind of thrown together. I, I mean, I don't know if they were going to have a third match. 
going into Extreme Rules. Honestly, but, I don't even. I don't think it would have happened anyway. But I don't know what would have happened anyway. So whatever. We got these two guys. They're gonna fight. So yeah, I'm assuming. Going I'm assuming this will be on the pre-show again because there's yeah. just, there's not a lot of build here. I um, think it's gonna be a good match though. I'm, I'm I think actually, it'll be a good match. I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. I have no idea why. Like, yeah, I mean, well, Kali- Kalisto's had some good pay-per-view matches, or pre-show matches, we should say. Yeah, Kalisto's a good wrestler, dude. Yeah, so... Uh, um, and Rusev can hold his own. Uh, He's not great on the mic, but uh, yeah, no, I, he can hold his own, and Lana's hot. Honestly, I could see I could see this going either way. Um, I, I thought I thought Ryback was like an obvious non-winner of, the, mm. of these matches, but like I could see them building up Rusev again and putting the title back on him. I'm gonna go with Rusev also, just for that reason also, and I think too, just as, um, Vinnie Mac just giving a big fuck you to Ryback by um, having yeah. Rusev win the U.S. Championship. Yeah, I yeah. as you know, they have um, they're having contract to go um, disputes, which is why Ryback hasn't been on Raw, or SmackDown, right. or live events or anything like that. Yeah, so I, I could. It s- might be a fuck you to him. He he may he may be that um, that childish to pull that move. I totally could see that, and you know they. You know they really like Rusev as they should. He's he's a very solid wrestler. Yeah. Um, especially for a big guy. I have no problem with him. Um, yeah, yeah. This could really go either way. I'm kind of fifty fifty on this one. Um, I can't. It's I, tough to tell. Yeah, because there just hasn't been a lot to go on. You you can't really tell. Like yeah. Like are they? Like I feel like Rusev has been on TV more than Kalisto, which might give him the advantage too. Right. <laughs> The, yeah, we're looking at the, the part you're thing, talking right. about right yeah, now. Him. He's like, he's just like, Grr, yeah, he's like, Grr, he's like, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Ooh, it's because he can't see his face, so yeah, he's, he's got to like overact with his hands and stuff. It looks fucking stupid. But even though. then, he can't even do it right. Yeah, but if you look at like he does any look video like a game, vi- it looks like a video wrestling game. video game. It, it looks like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Rusev. I think Rusev's gonna win the title, and you know they could have a feud, and you know Kalisto could win it back down the line. Like, but I. Yeah, I I think it's gonna be I I think it's gonna be going to Rusev. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we got that one. But I'm I'm looking at the card though. But like I know this. I don't think there was much build to it on Raw anyway. But there like, was no build to this the next Dolph, match. Yeah. The, like they two didn't have. They, they just announced it was on the pre-show. I'm pretty sure. So, Dolph Ziggler again versus Baron Corbin uh, again, and a no disqualification match Which, on the pre-show. Okay, I don't care. Yeah, what I, that mean? I don't even want to spend five minutes on this. I want to give it less time. I'm going to give it a minute. But what's the difference between a non- no disqualification and an Extreme Rules match? Which is are countouts allowed? Or like, it's the same fucking thing. Just, they, just they, they just give it a different name. They do that so much in wrestling. Fucking street fight, no disqualification. Texas, t- Texas hardcore Chicago street fight. Yeah, there's a, there's a Texas street fight. Yeah, what what is each? State They're all the mean? same. They're New all York, the fucking same. A New York street fight. They always like. What does each state street fight mean? I wonder. Yeah, like, I don't know. I never saw a difference between them. There, there is none. You know, there but, is uh, none. Just, just the city. I'm so disinterested by this. This I'm. This, I'm looking at this extreme rules card, and it's just give a coin on you <laughs> no no seriously i want to flip a coin on this i don't one. i don't have one all right what do you oh no i do that? i do Ooh, I a okay. dollar okay a sack of away a dollar Ooh, sack of away. all right so heads for heads ziggler. for ziggler tails for corbin oh you should let it hit the ground so with the, Sorry. the sound effect all right let's do it again and your winner is dolph ziggler all dolph right. ziggler okay so our pick is dolph ziggler <laughs> <laughs> That's literally all we could do, and I think that's that that's their booking in WWE. You just hear this all the time in Vinnie Mac's office. <laughs> all right, sure. All right, or they have a dartboard or something like that. <laughs> I I swear to God, I think they fucking do. I 
They gotta have something. They're so fucking stupid. Not even worth talking about. Fucking yeah. Okay, next let's, one. Let's go to Corbin. Corbin won. I, I was just surprised that they had the match. That's all. I'm sorry, Ziggler. Ziggler. That was the coin toss. Ziggler wins. <laughs> so I mean, all right. Let's go to the tag team. Um, uh, the world tag team feud. So we go to Raw. Um, the New Day come out. They introduce their. They have this giant thing covered in like black leotard or whatever it is. Yeah. And they they, mm-hmm. they uncover it to reveal it's like a really shitty time machine. Cardboard um, box. Yeah. yeah. I thought their promo was really good here. Um, they are getting a little corny with the face turn, but I feel like Big E is so funny on. He's so he's good on so the mic. Great. And and so is Xavier Woods. Like I feel like they can carry it enough to make it like. Yeah. As long as they don't like Kofi Kingston talk, I think the like they can make it work as faces. Although he did have a good line. He's like, take me back to two thousand. 2009, that yeah. was my best year. Yeah. <laughs> when he was fighting with Randy Orton. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a very good year for him. Yeah. Um, so, so it was, you know, it was like very overproductive, like lots of lights, and they had the camera do this like wavy whoop, effect. Whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah, you know, Kofi Kingston's old like SOS theme song hit, and he came out, and he's doing the boom, boom, boom thing. So like, it was it was funny, and then, you know, you know the vaude villains came out, and they attacked them, threw them into the big cardboard box, I mean... Stop, stop destroying the gimmicky things. I know. Stop beating up jackets and plants and fucking time machine, fake time machines. Yeah. Um, stop beating up this stuff. No one cares. We, we've said this in the past. I don't think there's a lot to, like, the, there hasn't been a lot of the villains on Raw no. to at least establish this as, a, like, a legit threat. <laughs> so I, I'm going I'm going very quickly through this, this card because I, I <laughs> fucking hate it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it. I think it's an easy defense for New Day. I don't think new, I don't think villains are winning the titles yet. Should I be a dick? Wait, what? Go be a dick. Should I be a dick and do it? Do it. Be a dick and do it. I'm only going to be a dick because I want to oppose you. Okay. <laughs> I think the villains are going to win. Oh. <laughs> Not just kidding. New I... Day's going to win. <laughs> I fucking got you. You did. Tell me I got you. You got me a little bit. You were going to rant on me so badly. No, I, I wasn't. Because I couldn't see them winning. Because, you know, they, they always, I feel like the tag title is like the one title that they're just willing to throw on anybody. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's put it on. I said this last week. Santino Morella and Victor Kozlov. That's a tag team now. And you're like, really? That's okay. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, no. I could see them winning this though. Like the that's new day. Scary. The new day is so good. Yeah, I could see. I could see the Vaude villains winning. There's no one on, and it's like no one's on their level. Like there's new day up here, but then you had Enzo and Cass, which was yeah. like right on the right below them. But then you have all these tag teams that are like nowhere just compared of, to popularity. I just think of the Vaude villains them. when they were NXT, and they like they were never even close to being the best team in, nah, the, in there. Nah, like, they not. threw the titles on them randomly once, like... They got over huge because Blue Pants was in their corner. Right, right. But that was it. That was the only reason why they uh, they were so over that one takeover. Yeah, it's just... Um, were you there for that one? Yeah, Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, like, I don't know. I never I, really felt... I, 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 I've I never been... I gimmick in the beginning, like, the first episode or two of NXT, and then I kind of got all of it. I was like, okay... Yeah, I got, I, I got the game. I don't know. I'm, I, I'm good. I could see them throwing the titles on them, but I don't know. I think you, at this point you might as well keep it on New Day and let them lose to like Gallows and Anderson down the line. Oh shit! Yeah, I'm thinking of them. So yeah, uh, yeah I think they're yeah. so busy with the Usos. I forget that they're even like. Yeah, know. so I, I'm gonna go with New Day. You said New Day too, so yeah, yeah, I'll stick I, with that. Yeah, I'm just I'm really going New Day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, New Day is just like they're they're so they're like. They're like shoulder. They're like they're so much higher than every other tag team in the. It's like an upper upper echelon. Yeah. Like there's there's no one to there's no yeah there's no competition like literally. Um. 
Except for Enzo I mean, and Cass. So we'll, we'll go to the other tag team match at the pay-per-view. Mm, yeah. Um, now, they had a match on Raw also. Ooh, good uh, match. Yeah, it was a good match. Oh, yeah. This might have been the best match on Raw. Um, Damn, what a barn burner. Um, but I, I love to say that word. I, <laughs> I like it. So they had the club versus the Usos um, on Raw. Uh, yeah, I'm not calling them the club. Fuck that. I'm calling them the Bullets. So they had the Bullets versus the Usos on Raw. <laughs> and it was, a good, it was a good match. I mean, I, I thought it was decent. Crab was hot for it. They had a great tag team match. I mean, Gals and Anderson have been tag teams forever. The Usos have been the, the, the brothers, for Christ's sake. So they got chemistry as it is. Yeah. You know? So you put them all together. You got great... You got great... Uh, you know, great tag yeah, team. Yeah, and match you know, right and, and it was actually it was nice to see them having a like a tag team match with yeah. no involvement with Roman Reigns, and like they true, were there, true. like like Roman Reigns was there and AJ was there, like, but like smacked each other a little. But bit. they didn't they didn't interfere in the match. Like it didn't nothing yeah. cost them the match. Like no shenanigans. The match was just about the Usos and Gallows and Anderson, which I liked a lot. Yeah, me too. So and it was a long match too. I think they gave him for like fifteen minutes or so. Yeah. Um, the Usos won, and it was like a it was a good match. Um, they yeah. had a lot of near falls and stuff. Um, I, I like that this has been like a side program of the world title scene. Um, yeah, I but really I, do like I, that. I would like to separate them a little bit more, you know, kind of like take him, take him out of the world title scene. Cause I feel like it kind of, it's made the t- world title scene seemed a little clogged, you know, well, with their involvement. I've said over the last two weeks that, um, you know, they've had these multi-man tag team matches, which have been very good, but in the end it hasn't been helping styles in my opinion. Um, I think that maybe, I don't know what they could have done differently off the top of my oh, head. Oh yeah, by the way, I just remembered the name of the, of the guy on his tights, what it said, the, oh, okay. the jobber, his name, it said Skyler, so it was a name, like, his name was Skyler, <laughs> but they called him Scott, like, whatever, like, I, it just annoyed the shit out of me, sorry, it just hit my head right now. Hey, there you go. I still forgot that other thing we were trying to come up with, the, uh, the name of that, uh, oh yeah, the tag team thing in ECW. Yeah, we'll fucking find out what that is. Yeah, is we'll, it, we'll Google it later and tweet it. Like a dream, the dream something. Um, know. yeah. So they're gonna have a rematch at Extreme Rules, and this is actually a Tornado tag team match, which I love. Tornado tag team matches, and they don't do this enough. Which means no tags. Old, no tags. No, no tags. Needed, the two guys right? in the are in the ring, and it's the There's first first okay. pinfall wins. You know, no elimination, Good. Good. just. Just a Texas tornado match. I love it. I love it. I think and, they're at that point that they yeah. can do that because they they've had they got so much heat together and stuff like that that they can you can pull that off. Yeah, and and it's it's you know the the Bullet Club made their debut what a couple a couple months ago now a month ago. Uh, um, yeah, month and a month. Yeah, about a month and a half, month ago. And a half ago. So yeah. I and you know like I feel like they haven't booked the, the t- at least um, Anderson and Gallows very well since they came in. I think they won their first match, but they haven't done much since. They've kind of looked like just like AJ's bitch in, at some point and like getting beat up by the Usos. I feel like they're just they they've been getting they've been getting beat up a lot, especially by Roman Reigns. Like Roman Reigns kicked their ass. So, so I Styles looking like a pussy. Yeah. Gals and Anderson are acting like Styles' bitch. Yeah. So they're basically pussy bitches. Like, yeah, pussy bitch. I guess. Pussy bitch. Pussy bitch. Pussy pussy bitch. So um um you know, so we have the Cookie Puss. So we have the tornado match at the uh, Extreme Rules. I'm mm. going with Anderson and Gallows here. Because Me too. I mean, what is what do the Usos have to gain out of this feud? They just they beat they just beat them on Raw, right? They like, just why have a match them. again unless you're gonna have you know? Which we all know if you get the pinfall the week before, ninety percent of the time. That's right. You're gonna lose at the pay per view. That's right. 
So I mean, we're we're thinking we're thinking normal standard WWE booking here. Yep. You know, you have the loser look strong going into the pay per view, just yeah. so that the the loser could end up, you know, you know they kind of want you to think that like oh he's got all the momentum going in and then they flip it at the pay per view. So right, exactly. I think it's I think it's Gallows and Anderson have to win this match. I don't. I, yeah. I think it'll. I, I honestly I'll think it'll kill them if they don't win this match. Oh yeah, because it is their that, pay, lo- that loser pay per view debut. It is their pay per view debut. Uh, yeah. If you don't count their shenanigans, right. that uh, their wrestling payback. debut. Right. Right. Their wrestling debut. So uh, I I feel like they have to win this match. Yeah, they and have I think to they win. will will because we'll talk about it later. But I don't think AJ's winning. No. So yeah. Um, part so, of the, part of the club should win at least. So we've gone through pretty Anywho. pretty much everything on the show. I mean, wow. we covered Ziggler, we covered U.S. title, we co- covered tag titles, the te- Texas Tornado match, the Asylum match, Intercontinental so one title, more match. except for one more match, and this is for the WWE Championship. Oh, by the way. Uh, I'll explain it later. They they fired um, one of the SmackDown announcers. I heard about that. But was it the guy that we liked? No, 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 no. Oh, okay, thank God. It's uh, some backstage announcer. Oh, thank God. Okay. So, um, but let's go back to Raw. So Raw started off with AJ made, uh, and, and AJ started the show, cut yes. a promo, talking about, you know, like, you know, like, I never, you know, I never, you know, everybody's calling me a liar. I never had, uh, I never had the Bullet Club come out, you know, you know, they're just my bros. They came out. To, to help me. I never, this was never a thing and people don't believe me and shit. And then Roman Reigns yeah. comes out, he confronts him, says, I still don't believe you, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's just standard. You, too, you know, the, the thing that about this feud that was, that was good about involving the club and the Usos was yeah. that they didn't have to do a lot of talking, but this, right. th- this, this opening segment had to reminded me of how bad they <laughs> both are on the mic. Cause AJ is, AJ's decent on the mic, not great, you know, but his, he's not. It's not a strong, his, strong suit. Yeah, I mean, he he his work, his best work has always been in the ring, of course. But then you have Roman Reigns, who's like <laughs> kind of limited in the ring, and then he's limited on, on the, the mic. mic. <laughs> yeah, so he's just limited wrestling life. But my wife and I were watching this segment <laughs> earlier today because I wanted to, you know, I wanted to recap what happened on Raw just so it was fresh in my mind. Yeah, and she was watching this opening promo, and she's like. She's like, God, these guys are horrible, <laughs> and that's coming from an a, like an objective like like a fan watches much. Yeah, it's it's us, just in the background. She's just like listening. She's like, God, that was awful. Like, and yeah, it's dude. not even it's not even yeah. us being cynical wrestling fans and saying really everything not. is shit. It's just that was a bad promo to start the show. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, like, what could I? I think that I think what really like, I, I even wrote I even thought to myself going into this that I'm like I'm like I think. Roman actually owned like owned AJ on the mic, or like had the upper hand on the mic, and that's saying that's bad because yeah Roman is horrible Roman is on the horrible. mic. So if he's better than AJ Styles on the mic, which in my opinion I thought he was in this segment, that's not good for AJ. So it's weird because it's like AJ should belong in the main event, but he doesn't have the mic skills to prove it. But as we know, you know obviously with Roman Reigns that doesn't really matter to people too right. much. You know, as long as you have, you know, nice eyes and pretty hair. Right. Stuff like that. Um, yeah, like I said, AJ look, AJ is looking like a put... I don't think AJ is looking strong going into this pay-per-view as he did in Payback. Um, so this is the main event for Extreme Rules. I, I They should have had maybe like a, a showcase AJ Styles match. Let AJ Styles do what he does best. Put on a put on a great match. Maybe uh, take a good worker, that um, a lower card worker, and just have AJ Styles fight him. 
and maybe just own him and stuff like that. I do like the fact that um I think later on after the after the tag team match um he did the Styles Clash the Roman Reigns yes, on he did. a chair on a chair. And I texted you that yes, and I was so fucking excited about it <laughs> just because I haven't seen the move in a while and two. Fuck you, Roman Reigns. And then he just beat the shit out of him with a chair. Yeah, thank like yeah. God. Of course Finally. they had to make Roman look small, like strong, and he's like got like he got a little bit of like a bit of a like a he like a Superman comeback as they say. Of course. Like, but the, at at the end of it, you know, fucking Styles killed him with the with the Styles clash, and then just smashed the shit of him with the chair. Thank God. Which I, I lo- like. I felt like I was living vicariously through AJ Styles, <laughs> watching him like and like I, I don't know why, but it Let's looked do it, again. it looked like he really enjoyed hitting him with the chair. Probably and, did. And it made me <laughs> such a bigger AJ Styles fan. I love AJ Styles already. Like I just love this, and I, you know, but again. The standard, let's make the, the loser, <laughs> let's make the loser look really strong going into the pay-per-view. Before the pay-per-view, so get squashed down. Um, it was a good, it was a good segment between these two after the promo. The promo was horrible, but like the in-ring stuff with like the chairs and the fights and the, mm-hmm. po- and the post uh, tag team match with the Usos and uh, the club. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought I thought this was really w- well done. Actually, I've enjoyed this feud more than I thought I would. I've like enjoyed just the Gals and Anderson and the Usos just like a lot more. Well, yeah. I mean, I've always liked Gals and Anderson, but like especially the Usos with them together. Like I've I've enjoyed. I think I've enjoyed them more than. Well, nah, I can't say that. I, I, I mean, Roman and AJ, they've had some good moments uh, coming into this pay per view. Yeah. Too with the, especially last week with the chair and. You know, the, you know, no one was saying any fucking, like, no one was, no commentators were, like, saying anything, and, it just, like, you let the crowd speak for itself, or the, the wrestlers speak for themselves. Which is great. Quote, I, quote, you know, like, so I, I've less thought, is more. I, you know, like, there's, there hasn't been a lot to like going into Extreme Rules. Um, you know, you know how, you, you know my feelings towards the Women's Championship. The yeah. Intercontinental title is probably the probably going to be the best match of the show. I mean, that's obvious. Uh, I hate the Asylum match. You know, the tag team tornado match is going to be good. Um, I think that's going to be in, that's going to be the sleeper. Yeah, it could be a sleeper. The, but the I mean, this the show is really about Roman Reigns versus AJ Styles. Of course. And it'll be an extreme rules match, so you know they'll do some crazy shit. They've already done some crazy shit in the ring together. Yeah. Going through tables, um, you know, etc. They've had a lot of chairs in the last couple weeks, so I'm sure we're going to have Tons of chair spots this Sunday. Oh, definitely. Um, and of course, a table spot. You're gonna have, you know. Yeah. Your usual. Um, and I, I mean, the only thing is, like, I feel like this is just a really predictable show. Yeah. And yeah. I don't see Roman Reigns losing the title to AJ Styles. I just don't see it happening. Nah, I don't either. So we're gonna, um, we're both gonna go with Roman Reigns on this one. Unfortunately. Yeah. Now, um, uh. I, and also, this this one isn't as interesting as Payback because with Payback, you know, we had like you know the Bullet the, the Bullet Club debuting with the yeah you, know, you had different things going on with the why you know why you didn't know what the hell's going on right we who had betray we who, thought what Finn Balor might be coming up yeah at we, the point. which of course nothing happened but I wanted to what I wanted to point out that um, they've been advertising uh, John Cena's return on the Memorial Day weekend right um, which is two week the the uh, second the week- Raw after the pay per view right so like um. Uh, I heard. Um, so the match is actually advertised to be him, Ambrose, and Roman. By the way, Fred, this is gonna be our first time discussing John Cena on the Wrestled Wrestling Podcast oh, because boy. he's been hurt since 
before WrestleMania, and that's when our first episode was building towards WrestleMania. We did talk about him a little bit. We talked about him a little bit, but it was most about... A special episode just dedicated to our favorite me and fred number one worst me and fred really do not like john cena that that i that's, <laughs> a bit, that's an understatement yeah. but yeah but he's coming back we understand he's he's you know he's a face of the company you know he's obviously gonna i don't know what what they're gonna do with him right off the bat i don't know but but i was gonna tell you that the the, the that um the match that he's gonna be in for the memorial day raw is him Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns taking on the club. So there's a lot of speculation with this, you know. Um, why is Ambrose with now back with his quote-unquote brother, Roman Reigns? Like, why, why? They just forgot about this for like a couple of months, and now they just bring this back together. And also, now it kind of takes a little bit of the um, excitement out they of the main the, event of... They announced the Raw match for two weeks in advance? For John Cena's return, yeah. Are you sure that's not just the post-Raw taping show because sometimes when they do raws they no. do a post raw like dark match where it's no, like it's usually like a six-man tag match no i don't think so i think they said is the match is gonna be oh i didn't that, see anything on raw all i saw is that they had no not on raw i mean um you know like sometimes they advertise matches like um on programs or um St- uh, uh, they advertise stuff in local areas and stuff like that, you know, before they, that could, yeah, but usually you know, when they do that, that usually means it's the dark match after the show ends. So we'll see, we'll see what right, happens. Well, okay. So, well, that's up in the air then. Okay. All right. And then, I mean, and, but, then, and, and also uh, AJ Styles has been, um, has been dealing with some injuries. Right. You so know, that's why he especially. didn't, that's why he didn't wrestle this week on Raw. Right. Yeah, that's true. So forget my, um, showcase match out the window. Uh, you know, fuck that. I guess just kind of ruining your whole theory. Right? <laughs> really, fuck. <laughs> well, now I have nothing. Theory to say. destroyer. Crack the end of our show. Thunk. <laughs> well, uh, anyway, well, uh, okay. So <laughs> I got, I've got so AJ Styles. I've got, I've got a theory of myself. Okay, uh, go, right, ahead, go ahead. Yeah, did, no, you, no, I was just good. I thought, I, I thought that was going to be an official match. Now yeah, maybe not making me doubt myself. Sorry. So, so um. Uh, fuck it. <laughs> so, yeah. So I I read a report that uh, that Seth Rollins is very close to returning. Very I heard close. early early June, correct? Yeah, very. Which is next month. Which is two weeks away. Yeah. Um. So, this is my theory, and it kind of plays off of my when Jericho came back theory. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, when Jericho came back, this mm-hmm. is what they did. Um. They didn't announce who was coming back. They just said. A former world champion is appearing on Raw tonight. This was the, like the Raw preview on WWE.com. Oh, I saw A former world champion will be returning to TV today, and he's a multifaceted star. So everybody's like, oh, it's Chris Jericho, because he's in, he's in Fozzie. He was in, uh, he was in Sharknado 3. You know, oh, like, right, right, like, right. So he's got like, you know, and he's a former world champion. And, you know, they, they, like, they announced the, the former world champion's coming up next. So Raw comes back, and it's The Miz. <laughs> and everybody's just like, oh, right. Oh, right. Right. Fuck, I forgot about that one time he was the world He man. was a world champion, and he does uh, have, like, direct-to-DVD movies. Uh, <laughs> shit. The Marine Six. So, like, it was like a swerve, but then Jericho came back and beat up The Miz in the same oh, segment. Oh, yeah, God. so it was right, it was, cool. it was really cool. well done, because like, they're like, everybody's like, oh, it's Jericho. Oh, fuck, it's not Jericho. <laughs> 
And then Jericho came out and beat him up, and then the Wyatts came out. It was a very complicated WWE booking back then. <laughs> yeah, um, still is. But I think, this now, hear me out. With, Rollins is supposed to come back in June. He right. can come back on TV before that. He doesn't oh, have to wrestle right away. That's true. I'm sure that's not what G- Cena's going to do. Gina. That's what <laughs> Cena's going to do. <laughs> San Gina! Hi, everybody. The champ is here. <laughs> Your time is up. My time is now. Woo! My time is right here. Um, up my ass. So this is my theory. So everybody's going to be geared up for Memorial Day Raw. Everybody's going to be like, yeah, fucking John Cena's coming back. And he's America! Gonna, he's going to come back and he'll like, maybe they'll save it for the last segment of the show. And he's going to like challenge somebody. And very similar to when Miz came back. Yeah. And then boom, fucking Seth Rollins comes back on the same fucking show. That'd be awesome. And there's your fucking first program for the both of them. That'd be great. That'd Cena be awesome. versus Rollins. Rollins is a heel again. Yeah. And Cena's going to be a face. And of That'd course, we know the crowd will root for <laughs> Rollins and they'll boo John Cena because that's what how shit goes down in WWE. Fuck yeah. So that's my theory. Seth Rollins comes back in the same segment. I would love to that. Steal his thunder of his big fucking John Cena's <laughs> momentous return with a surprise return of Seth Rollins. Yeah, because you're just like, okay, they're injured, but that doesn't mean they have to be wrestling. They could still yeah. come out for something, you know, like AJ Hell, hell, AJ Styles is very hurt right now and he's wrestling yeah. as it is. So like you know, whatever. So that that that'd be awesome if they could do that. If if they do that, they really would be awesome. Yeah, and I heard reports that originally when they were gonna bring back Rollins, they were going to bring him in as a face. But now they're kind of that, that was the original reports. But then then the more recent reports are saying like they they realize they have too many faces in the company right now, uh, and okay. they need they need more top level heels because they don't have a top level heel. That's true. I mean, just look at the main world title feud. You have two fucking faces facing each other. That's true. Like yeah. who's the who's the next level heel on Raw right now? I don't even know. Uh, fucking Rusev, uh, Sheamus. What? Where is Sheamus? Yeah, where is Sheamus lately? Um, fuck, I don't know, dude. Um, good point. Rollins is a natural heel, I feel like, anyway, yeah. so, like, you know, fuck, like, it's perfect for him, so I think that, that'd be awesome. Um, I'm trying to think of, what was, like, Rollins' last angle before he, um, got, he, before he got injured and was taken off television, I'm trying to think. He's the world was, champion like, feuding with... He wasn't feuding with Sting, like, it, it was after Sting. It was after Sting. It was... Not Roman Reigns. It was again. Oh, did he fight? No, not Roman Reigns. He fought. Um. Oh man, who was he feuding with? I don't remember. It was so long ago now. Yeah, it feels like so long ago. Even though all those guys were gone around the same time, but it feels like Rollins was it Kane? Going it was Kane. It was fucking Kane. Oh, was it? It was oh, Kane. God. It was fucking Kane. That's why we forgot. Uh, sorry to bring up that fucking <laughs> shitty chestnut that came out of my dirty <laughs> ass. That came out of my. Dir- <laughs> Name of our episode this week: Shitty Chestnut. <laughs> we can't uh, we can't well, post that post on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they have some uh, strict things when we try to like you know when we try to push our uh, work out there. But yeah, like yeah. we've used so many inappropriate names for our show that we're not allowed to like legally like push it out there. Yeah, we had we had fuck the smiling fuck campaign the smiling campaign with stars. Yeah, I start I you know started so it could have been like food. <laughs> You don't know. Food you don't know. Committee. Or like fact. 
Like, <laughs> fact. <laughs> fact the smiling campaign. But then we had an episode called Screwjobs and Blowjobs. But that got, that got past Facebook. So Mark Zuckerberg probably on fucking shrooms or something. <laughs> that was cool, you know? <laughs> yeah, so that was a shitty feud that came out of my dirty, shitty asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, no, Be- no, Becky, I clean every day. Don't worry, don't worry about that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm. I can be dirty if you want, but oh no, 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 no. oh no, yeah, no, I, I can't have this conversation with just with a guy. In the I'm room. sure Dana Brooke would like it dirty, a fucking whore. Yo, God, she would. Fucking give her some Molly. She's fucking right on. Oh my God, right it's on. getting weird now. I know. It's just like me and another, me and another, another dude in the basement of this house. Wait, what? Wait, huh? Wait, Wait what? 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 I thought we were somewhere else. Where? What? Um, we have children's toys around. This is, I mean, this is the difficulty. This is disturbing. This is the difficulty of doing like wrestling podcasts. Yeah. Once you get past WrestleMania. And, like, and then Payback was good. You know, at least it had some interesting, like, things. But now we're starting to get... <laughs> oh, is that the Ambrose music in the background? <laughs> no, I'm so... trying to get you crazy. So, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I'm Dean Ambrose. I, I I need music in the background and lighting effects to make me think that this is... this is I'm actually a crazy bird. So, I... I this is... I, I, yeah, I just want to put this out there. That this is the time of the year... Where wrestling starts getting really shitty. Like no, the, it's not. We didn't even get to the shitty part yet. There's a long this shitty fall. part. This there's a long the shitty part. Yeah, no. Like the <laughs> middle of the summer is horrible. Then it gets better for SummerSlam, and then it just falls apart again. <laughs> I just like there's like one month of, of like okayness, and then it just falls apart like a fucking domino. Stack. There's like three or four good months from the Royal Rumble through WrestleMania. That's it. That's it. <laughs> And the rest of the year is fucking wretched. Yeah, but I always had, like, this, like, theory of mine, like, to myself, that I never shared it with anyone. Or maybe maybe I did with you, I don't know. But, like, they should do it like a fucking show series. Like, have it from, like, September through, like, let's say, like, a month past WrestleMania. Or, like, maybe WrestleMania is a finale. I don't know, like, something like that. Let them have the summer off. Let everybody refresh from injuries and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then that way you can like end on a cliffhanger, and then come back in September like a like break, like a normal great show like Breaking Bad or something like that. Right. And that way you can start fresh again. And everybody's fresh and clean and happy and and not hurt like Emma and stuff like that. Yeah. A couple of years like that, ago, you know? I, and, I was a big proponent of WWE instituting like an off season almost. They have. They should. Or, or at least eliminate house shows. Yeah. How much revenue are you? On honestly making in these house shows that makes it worth it these guys are working 200 nights a year they work more than like fucking like people on minimum wage do who work in mcdonald's like like and 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 they're risking their bodies and risking their lives and like just look at daniel bryan i'm sure this wouldn't have happened to daniel bryan if he didn't wrestle fucking house shows for the last seven years that he was in WWE. No, definitely not. Putting his body on the line. Like, I'm an, I'm like, I'm an accountant, and, like, I'm bitching about taxis and working, like, 60 hours a week, like, right. for, like, a couple of months of the year while these guys are on the road constantly and in different they countries. They don't get to see their family. For, like, 11 of the 12 months of the year. They're on airplanes constantly. They're constantly in hotels. Um, what is he doing? Uh, Rick Flair's doing his crazy dance, and I'm just, like, laughing because, like, no one else can see him. <laughs> there's, like, no... There's no... There's no sound, obviously, because we're watching. Okay, it's anyway. just like WWE is just like 
they they do too much in a year to for these guys to yeah. stay healthy. And you know what's gonna too happen? Much, you know much. what's gonna happen? Roman Reigns is gonna get hurt again. Yes. He's been injured already and he was out for a very long time before he, yeah. before he came back. Um and he's gonna get hurt and they're gonna be screwed again. Yeah. And it's because of this this crazy schedule. Like look at Rollins. Rollins was on top of the fucking world. He was probably their best WWE oh, champion, like wrestling wise. He really grew on me as a champion. Oh my god! Like especially like he, his big matches when he would just bust out these crazy moves that he hasn't done since Craziness. like Ring of Honor. Like I, he but, had a great match with Sting. He did. Which I mean, I love Sting. Fifty year old Sting. Don't get me wrong, but this is an old Sting now, so it's a little bit of different story there, buddy. But uh, yeah, he made Sting look great and stuff like that. And then what does he do? He gets hurt because of it. Well, they both did. I mean, it's fuck, like fucking. I, I mean, they anyway. they 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 should be worrying about keeping these guys in the ring rather than making these this revenue for a ten thousand. See, look at Natalia here in this last segment. She's putting in the sharpshooter. And she's got this big fucking smile on. This like, ah, fuck her. I, yeah. I I'm fucking done this week. She looks I, do you more have like any... a heel? She looks more like a heel. She should want She should put a little more pink on there because, like, you know, pink and black. It's a heart. Yeah. It's a heart. You know. I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not very optimistic going into the pay per view this weekend. I feel like it's gonna be one of those ones where I go like, I, think I, I don't know if I need to spend the nine ninety nine on this every month. You're going to anyway. <laughs> I, I know I will because it just it renews automatically. So I don't really. You can't beat the price. It's, unfortunately it's so cheap you're right it's like it's like they they screw you on that because they get you on it because i what i rather i'm not gonna pay 60 dollars for this piece of shit so i'm gonna pay 10 dollars a month and just hope for a good pay-per-view um yeah so anyway uh do you have anything to wrap up this week's episode of the wwp podcast yes just to let you know there is a there is a um there is a um ember m what's um uh, what's uh What's what's Amber Amber Alert? Yeah, what's, Amber what, Alert. What's what's worse, Amber or Yellow? Like, did the color scheme? I really used to have that color scheme for like nine eleven. Oh no, like, that's different though. Amber- oh okay. Well, anyway, we for we might have a we have a we might have a new candidate for the fuck the smiling campaign. Uh-oh. Uh oh. No way, Jose. Oh god. No more smiling, please. God, I watched next this week. And he's just like, hey, man, I, I'm just having fun, man. And he just left. And I'm like, oh, boy, Craig's going to love this fucking guy. You know I, what I do love I'm him? already tired of him. You know I'm already tired of him. Is that I just read that, first of all, Apollo Crews wasn't on Raw this week. Again, thank God. Yeah, and nice. that basically they have really no plans for him since they called him up. So there's no so stupid, there's though. no huge push in the line for <laughs> Apollo Crews. They just basically called him up and don't know what to do with him. So I'm already happy about that. So yeah, I feel like I can end. <laughs> I feel like I can at least end the show. On case final. closed. <laughs> New case open. No way, Jose. Fucking Dana Brooke. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'll take care of her. Uh, oh God, Fred's Fred's getting a little rapey here today. <laughs> I feel like I can... I, why, why, why does this come out of me? <laughs> oh, God. Ah, start. I gotta stop. I gotta uh, stop. That is what I she have said. To stop. Said. <laughs> I gotta stop. I know. It's it just like this podcast just, just brings out this crazy... It brings on the crazy, worst in you. <laughs> yeah, or the best. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, You've known me for a while. The I don't best know. for you, the worst for them. <laughs>
thing. Okay, one more thing. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, well, nah, just one more thing. I mean, whatever. Uh, they just they just announced now uh, the next uh, NXT Takeover show is June eighth. Shortly coming up in a few weeks. Oh, it's gonna be so awesome! I just I saw in what Florida, you said. In Florida, in Florida. Good. Uh, so they're gonna have Finn Balor versus Joe in a, in a cage match. Sweet. That's gonna be awesome. They're gonna have Austin Aries versus. Shins- Nakamura. I just saw that. That's so fucking awesome. Yeah, I don't know how. I know they tagged together on NXT this week. I don't know how it led to a singles match. I might have missed that part. Yeah, I, I saw that Aries is like a little jealous that he's like not getting recognition yeah. as like a star coming into the company because everybody's marking out over Nakamura. So I'm sorry, he's awesome. So yeah. we can't help it. And uh, it is weird though because Austin Austin's not getting any like reaction when he goes into the. I'm like I'm like, do they know he was like a big deal like outside of WWE? WWE like I, he was pretty fucking big in TNA and Ring of Honor. Yeah, I think his problem is that like uh, he kind of looks like a lot of guys in NXT. Yeah. Like they all kind of blend together. Like yeah, I, he, and I don't mean to like he's the, kind of a natural heel too. It's like him, Gorgano, Champa, uh, Champa. Like they're all great wrestlers, and yeah. I am Dosh, I have Dash the, and Dawson. Yeah, I have all the respect for the world for them, but they all kind of like blend together. Yeah. in my mind, and um, and then the last other match so far. Announces the the revival versus the American Alpha oh, rematch. I can't wait for that. So that's gonna be awesome. So um yeah, that's gonna come in a couple of weeks. That'll be awesome. Looks crowd. I mean, the card's looking great so far. Um, and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, it's been like a little bit of a void in NXT lately with all the with all the people coming up and stuff. And yeah, hopefully they'll bring. They some got more it. Yeah, they, they got established talent. Thank God they have all these new guys. They just signed like Nakamura. Exactly. They got Joe carrying the show right now. And we got the Cruiserweight Classic coming up this summer. Right. So, so we got some good stuff coming up. Starts in June. Yeah, starts in June, and they've been having a lot of qualifying. And it's all being taped out. in NXT in the Full Sail University. Yeah. Just like NXT, so this could be great. So yeah, so. we got a lot of good stuff to look forward to at least with NXT. Um, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully, Extreme Rules won't fucking disappoint. Like I'm sure it will. But I'm sure it's going to be a snooze fest. I don't think it's going to be a great show. Will it be Extreme Rules? Or will Extreme Drool? <laughs> I'm done. Love you, Becky. Craig's just staring at me. Disbelief. Why do I do this? Alright, guys, so... <laughs> Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Wretched Wrestle. It's Wretched Wrestle, not Wretched Wrestling, because fucking Twitter has a character limit. So follow Fuck us on them. Twitter and at Wretched Wrestle. Check out our Facebook page at the Res- Wretched Wrestling Podcast. That's correct. And we will be live tweeting the show during Extreme Rules, because why yes. the fuck not? Why the fuck not? And uh, we'll see how our predictions come through. Uh, I'm Craig Dixon. Adam is co-host. And we'll see you next time here on the Wretched Wrestling Broadcast. We love wrestling. Not particularly at this moment.